probably forever hold the record of preaching in here while being in his car. Amen. If you have your Bibles tonight, can we turn to Deuteronomy chapter 22 and Matthew chapter 1. Deuteronomy chapter 22 and Matthew chapter 1. Amen. Good to be saved, isn't it? Yeah. On our worst day as a born again believer, it's better than our best day as a lost person. Yeah, right. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 13. If a man take a wife and go in unto her and hate her, and give occasions of speech against her, and bring up an evil name upon her, and say, I took this woman, and when I came to her, I found her not a maid. That's not a virgin. Then shall the father of the damsel and her mother take and bring forth the tokens of the damsel's virginity unto the elders of the city in the gate. And the damsel's father shall say unto the elders, I gave my daughter unto this man to wife, and he hateth her. And lo, he hath given occasions of speech against her, saying, I found not thy daughter a maid, and yet these are the tokens of my daughter's virginity, and they shall spread the cloth before the elders of the city. And the elders of that city shall take that man and chastise him. And they shall immerse him in a hundred shekels of silver and give them unto the father of the damsel because he hath brought up up an evil name upon a virgin of Israel. And she shall be his wife and and he may not put her away all his days. But if this thing be true and the tokens of virginity be not found of the damsel, then they shall bring out the damsel to the door of her father's house and the men of her city shall stone her with stones that she die because she hath wrought folly in Israel to play the whore in her father's house. So shalt thou put evil away from among you. We should never shy away from Scripture, but rather study it. And uh, uh, believe it or not, this message is in preparation for the nativity. Amen. Brother Shine, would you open this message in a word of prayer, sir? God takes marriage seriously, and so should we. God takes purity seriously, and so should we. Nowadays, women don't even blush about it. It's a symbol of pride for their body count, and same with men, for that matter. But sex before marriage is wicked. And there's no place for it, especially among Christians. By the way, if you love her, you would be a sorry excuse of a Christian if you want to encourage her to sin against God. While we're not of this world, we are in this world, and this is the world that we live in. And we've got to deal with the rhetoric that will come with being a Christian. 
this time of year, you might hear somebody say, some antichrist person, uh, uh, you might hear somebody say that Mary was just another pregnancy before marriage. That couldn't be any further from the truth. Turn to Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. We, we live in such a, such a generation and culture and society where we just have to press the, the easy button and everything just happens for us. I take number one at McDonald's. We, go, we just put the things in our cart, right? Things are so easy for us. We can literally just go. It's actually cheaper to go buy cooked chicken at Sam's Club or wherever. Really, it's, it's, it's amazing. I'm thankful for it. But, but, but that also breeds complete laziness. So when we read a verse, and I'm talking to myself here, we read like Deuteronomy chapter 22. Oh man, they're harder words. It's a lot of language. I have to really sit and think about and meditate what I'm reading on and, and, and fact check the Bible with itself to understand what it's talking about. All of a sudden, most people are going to say, eh, just keep reading or not read at all. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused, that's important, was, was espoused to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. They were not fooling around. They were both pure. Joseph now has a choice to make. I, I, I commend him. It's... Uh, Two men in scripture, I always highly regard that in such a situation, one is uh, Joseph and the other is, um, um, was it Hosea? Am I saying that right? Is it Hosea that, that had to marry the prostitute? Uh, yeah, I can't think of their, they all had weird names. But yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, really, Lord? <laughs> That's, this is what you want? Amen. Matthew 1, 19. Then Joseph, her husband, well, that's an important word too, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. To put her away means divorce. If you don't know that, that's an old-time Bible way to say divorce, to put her away. So Joseph, who's the earthly figure of Jesus, literally considered divorcing Mary, who is literally with child of the Son of God. And that would, and, and he was not wrong for considering that. He just wasn't, right? Because there was a time when Mary said, hey, I'm pregnant, before the angel of the Lord came and spoke to Joseph. I don't know why God does those things. Why didn't God speak to Joseph before that? Wouldn't that have really helped things out? We would do things so differently, wouldn't we? And we would mess it all up. Amen. But here's the thing. How could Joseph consider divorce if they were only engaged? Look at verse 20. But while he thought on these things, and boy, I bet he was thinking, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. Thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. At this point they are husband and wife according to God. Now, we'll get back to that in a moment, but let's jump 34 years into the future. 34 years. Matthew chapter 5, verse 
31. Let's jump over there. Matthew 5, 31. It hath been said. This is Jesus speaking now. He's referring to old scriptures. It hath been said, whosoever should put away his wife, let him give her a writing of divorcement. The, the, the putting away of who? The wife. I'm going to be real simple here because it's just, I'm, I'm stating the obvious. The, the putting away of who? The wife. Well, if you're going to divorce your wife, you first have to be what? Married. Right? I know I'm, I'm, I'm making that obvious on purpose. Look at verse 32. This is Jesus speaking. But I say unto you that whosoever should put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committeth adultery. What scripture is Jesus referring to? There's a few places, but it's what we talked about in Deuteronomy. That's what we first read. Let's be clear of what words mean because, for, I tell you, you know, maybe it's because I grew up in church and, and, and we talk about sin and morality, but, but uh, sex before marriage came up at work today. I think I brought it up in a conversation because uh, this was on my mind. And in the terms of fornication and adultery, it's just the same thing to so many people in in in. in Morality is just a, like a far distant word that is talked about and only in like major things like killing and genocide, morality, right? Sin is just not even a thought, you know? And it's just, well, if it's against the law, then it's wrong. Right and wrong, in my experience when I talk to people, right and wrong is depicted in whatever the law says, by and large. I'm just speaking from experience. But just to be clear, a couple of words, fornication means sex before marriage. That is what fornication is, sex before marriage. And adultery is sex with someone other than your spouse, which means you have to be married and you're cheating. Amen. So why was Jesus thinking of putting away his wife? Not adultery, but fornication. You say, well, none of this makes sense. Bear with me. Look at Matthew chapter 19, verse 9. You say, Pastor, how could they be married, but they weren't together yet? <laughs> Amen. Because we're thinking of America, or 2022, and our lingo, and how we do things. We're thinking of how, what the Friends sitcom laid out in front of us, and this is how we watch things, and all the latest shows nowadays, which you can't watch nothing. Anyway, let me get back on the message. Whew. Next, before, before you know, I'm throwing TVs in the garbage. Amen. Do we read Matthew 19, 9 yet? Matthew 19, 9. Jesus said, And I say unto you, Whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committeth adultery. And whoso marrieth her which is put away, doth commit adultery. Why would Jesus say, except it be for fornication, when you're already married? You, you can't commit fornication when you're married. Because the whole thing, and I'll get to this in a minute. Because if you find out that she is not a virgin, if you find out that she wasn't pure, except it be for fornication, 
you, when, 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 when you go to consummate the, the marriage and you find out she's not a virgin, then you can divorce her. That's what biblical divorce is. And we'll hit that harder in a moment. Um, go to Matthew 19.1. Matthew chapter 19, 1. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these sayings, he departed from Galilee and came into the coast of Judea beyond Jordan. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them there. The Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put his wife for every cause? See what they're trying to do? They're trying to trip him up. And my atheist uh, co-worker today trying to trip me up nonstop all day. Well, what if this? Well, what if this happened? And I kept saying, it doesn't matter what the sin is. We're going to love them. We're going to hate whatever sin they're doing. I'm not going to promote or or uh, 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 approve any of their sins. And he's running any scenario in my life. I said, I'm going to be kind to them. I'm going to love them. Matthew 19, 4, and he answered and said to them, Have ye not read, we just read it in Deuteronomy, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh? Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh, what therefore God had joined together, let no man put asunder. And why would God say that? Because as far as God is concerned, when you consummate that marriage, you're married to them. You are one flesh. That's it. You're one flesh. We want to put all these gray areas in there and say, well, what about this? No, no, no. When you're married and you consummate, you are one flesh. That's it. I've heard the shameful language of some talking about how miserable marriage is over the years. Uh, in the church house, in the workplace, People ragging on their spouses. Uh, man, it is the greatest thing outside of Jesus Christ is my marriage. Amen. And, and uh, she is so wonderful. You know how good she is? Let me tell you how good she is. There's roast beef in the crock pot right now. And that's it. That's it. That's all we need. That's it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But God hates divorce. Malachi 2.16 says, For the Lord, the God of Israel, saith that he hateth putting away. God hates divorce. God hates it. It is important to have a godly spouse. That's why you don't just rush into things. Amen. Go back to Matthew chapter 118. Mary and Joseph were married... They were, she, they were married when she was with child. You say, ah, that doesn't sound right, Pastor. Matthew 1.18 says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. You say, Pastor, our scripture says that they were espoused. Absolutely, they were before they came together. And in our language, we think espoused before they came together. That's the engagement process. And amen, this is like an engagement process, but it's not. We're trying to put our culture on exactly what they were doing, and it is not the same, folks. 
It's our temptation to read the scripture like, like, it's, like it's applying to our culture today, but that's not the case. The word espoused means betrothed, affianced, uh, promised in marriage by contract, married, united intimately, embraced. Our culture today would say, oh, well, they're engaged, they're espoused, they're not married yet. You still got a chance, man. Go tell her you love her, right? That's where all the movies come in with Adam Sandler on the airplane with his guitar, right? The Jewish culture back then was completely different. Very different, I should say. You were considered completely legally married when you became espoused. Completely married. It's important to know that when we're reading the scriptures. There are three distinct parts to the ancient Jewish wedding. Uh, I shouldn't even try. Well, three things. The mutual commitment. There's a coming together, whether whether it was uh, uh, fathers, you know, parents designating it, because that happened a lot, right? That that would happen. And and, and, and from what I read, that they they would get the approval of the daughter and, and, and the guy, but really it was like, you're good with this, right? You better be, right? Um, but there was just this, this, this first meeting where they would talk about, say, yeah. But then there was a ceremony where they where they're espoused together, and it's a big ceremony, and it's a big it's a big deal. And they're they're legally married. They're legally I should say this right. They're legally husband and wife at that point in the second ceremony. And then the groom goes away preparing the home. And it's usually about a year. And, 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 and there was a lot of speculation commentaries on this, and it was interesting. And, and, and this isn't Bible. This is just for thought. A lot of commentators said that um, Jewish historians would say that uh, they would wait a year because that would also prove the purity of the bride. Interesting for thought, you know. But there's three parts. There's the, uh, I'm going to try to do, try it. Uh, Shadukin, the mutual con- uh, commitment, the Arusin, the engagement, the, that's the espousal. Then there's the actual marriage, the Nisuin or whatever. By the way, if, if you don't know, um, the church, anybody who's ever been saved, uh, trusts in Christ, trusts in what uh, God has done for us by sending his son whether they're looking forward to the cross or looking back to the cross we are the bride of christ and 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 our groom has gone for a while preparing us a place and he's coming back for us one day and that's how old jewish customs used to be that he would go and and he wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily set here's the marriage date exactly just be it'll be around a year or something and, they, and, 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 the, and this kind of ties in with the parable of the, the, the ten virgins, right? The, the virgins having their lamps ready, right, for when the groom comes. That's what the bride would do. They would always be ready because the groom could come at any time. They don't know when. There's an excitement there. And they would, it would be an excitement to stay pure and to, and to live right and make sure, man, the groom could come at any time. And this is what would happen. And this is during this fossil time when the Holy Ghost uh, 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 went into Mary and, and Jesus was conceived in Mary during this time. Mary and Joseph were legally husband and wife. 
They were married together. They were a spouse together. They were they were committed one to another. They, they, they just had not consummated the marriage yet. So when we read the Christmas story, it really helps to understand how things were laid out back then. Let alone the typology. That is awesome. Amen. Um, let's turn to one more verse and we'll be done. Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 24. Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 1. When a man hath taken a wife and married her, and it come to pass that she find no favor in his eyes because, because he hath found some uncleanness in her, that's talking about she, realizing she's not a virgin, then let him write a bill of divorcement and give it in her hand and send her out of his house. And when she is departed out of his house, she may go and be another man's wife. And the latter husband hate her and write her a bill of divorcement and giveth it in her hand and sendeth her out of his house. Or if the, or, or if the latter husband die, which took uh, her to be his wife. Jesus was referring to these teachings. Hath not it been said? The scriptures saith. But he's referring to these things. The Old Testament and the New Testament are the same. The Sermon on the Mount, uh, Matthew chapter 5 and 19 to the Pharisees. The third time in the house and, and, Ch- and Mark again, Luke again. Paul taught, Paul taught the same thing again in Romans. Mary was not a pregnancy statistic. She, she was a virgin that was married but had not yet been with her husband. In church, it is our responsibility to give an answer for what we believe in. And I'll be the first to say, boy, I've fallen short so many times and not knowing what we believe at the time when it's time to give an answer. But that's a sorry excuse to not keep studying so that we can have an answer next time. When we say, it's hard for me to memorize scripture, amen, it's hard for me too. That is no excuse to not continue to memorize scripture. Say, it's hard to study the Word of God. It is for me, too. You say, no, yes, because it's weariness of the flesh. It is my, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? My um, instinct, my preference, it's my preference to do nothing and just say, yeah, I'm good there. Let's move on and give me a bag of potato chips and let's watch TV. That is my, I would so much rather do that. Our neighbor, he, he, he's a kind man. He claims to be agnostic. He always says, it's kind of his go-to thing, that don't we all, he's talking about all the religions that fight in the world and politics. He goes, at the end of the day, don't we all just want to go home and sit on our couch and just chill for the night? And the answer to that is yes. But the reality is, when we do that, we're ignoring a whole world that's going to hell. We're ignoring any ministry that's happening saying somebody else to do it, somebody else to do it, somebody else to do it over there. I'm going to do nothing because it's not my favorite thing to do because I don't enjoy that. Sometimes I enjoy studying for hours. A lot of times it's just hard work. 1 Peter 3.15, but sanctify the Lord in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of hope that is in you with meekness and fear. You know what would be a great idea to do? And this was my thought line in going into this message. It's kind of a long way to answer a short answer. Answer, amen. Is that going in this nativity, wouldn't it be great if we were studying on our own time? 
the Christmas story, understanding why this and why that. And if there's any question we have in Scripture, particularly concerning the Christmas story, man, let's, let's, let's get it so we can tell people about it and have a conversation. If there's anybody that has questions, say, you know what, here's, here's the answer to that. And if somebody says, you're probably some smart aleck teenager or something, well, wasn't, didn't Mary uh, um, just have another pregnancy before marriage and they had to cover it up somehow? You can say, well, actually, let me show you something. Actually, that's not the case at all. Did you know about the Jewish customs and this is how it is? And God himself sent an angel calling them husband and wife. Isn't that amazing? We need to be ready to give an answer. We need to be ready to give an answer. Let's close in a word of prayer. Thank you, God, for your word. Lord, thank you for our people. Lord, thank you.